Well, hello and good morning. Welcome to Mornings with a Stranger, episode 102. Thank you so much for listening. I'm hanging out, enjoying my coffee, still in my coffee phase, and I probably should get out of soon, but I'm enjoying my new creamer. And yeah, huzzah. I, so, okay, so there's a study that came out on NPR that is entitled no amount of alcohol is good for health, global study says. That's the title of the article. The study was published in The Lancet. And it's kind of funny to me because I, I guess there's kind of a, well, duh, uh, <laughs> to it. I mean, I know that there are scientific studies that say that a little red wine, et cetera, et cetera, certain amounts can be, can have positive health effects, right? But I don't know. Like good for one's health. I guess, you know, yes, a positive health effect is, is quote unquote good for one's health. But there's a lot of other things we can do to have positive health effects. Drinking wine and various other things, we know it's a toxin of sorts. It's just trying to get the side effect that we're looking for. I mean, we're, we're stretching, right? We have a lot of studies in alcohol. There's a lot of other, if we want to put up Okay, this makes me crazy a little bit. So, because I'm, I don't have a problem if people drink alcohol. I think people drink too much, and yes, we have health risks from it, and that's a problem. And ha- and saying that no alcohol consumption is the best, it's kind of like saying, well, no sex is the best for staying uh, safe from sexual diseases and pregnancy, and you know, other things, yet we still have sex, we still get married, you're still at risk if you're married, how many women haven't got STDs, AIDS, etc. from their married partner, how many people haven't gotten pregnant from their married partner, it's risky to be pregnant, I don't know if anybody's noticed, but there are health risks with being pregnant, you could die, the baby could die, like, there's health risks there, putting another human being on the planet is a kind of a health risk, right, you never know what you're going to get, so, to that person. So somebody else is taking total responsibility to my life, putting me at risk by giving birth to me. Sorry, but kind of true. So so somebody else has control over that. So we could probably stop pregnancies because that would actually solve a lot of problems and save a lot of money <laughs> and a lot of headache. Um, and children are lovely. I like kids. Okay, so I'm just speaking from a different perspective. No, don't go around saying I'm a kid hater. That's not the deal. It's not true. And I want you to have your personal freedoms to have a baby if you want to. Maybe to have a few drinks of alcohol. Uh, what study I'd like to see is how no amount of fast food is healthy, right? If we can see that study and there wasn't so much money behind it that says, no, 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 you can't publish that study. And then we said, okay, we're going to take that seriously and we're going to change the world around (laughs) a little bit so that we can have real food instead of McDonald's food, which is not good for us. See, supersize me. And every person ever who's studied any sort of nutrition, hello, they're recommended, like, I I don't know, I should actually go look this up if there are recommended amounts of fast food to have, uh, because mm, zero is what everybody comes out of their mouth. And if that's such common knowledge, this alcohol thing should be just pretty much as common knowledge too. People drink alcohol, they're not probably going to stop. I'm one, not a big deal. If you took alcohol completely out of the picture, it just wouldn't bother me. (laughs) 
I enjoy it occasionally, but I don't, I don't need it and whatever. So to me, it's here nor there, but I know that it's not real. And my God, if we, you know, cut off alcohol for everybody, we dang well better put supports in to help people who are needing help with it. They talk about in the article, the article actually kind of does bring up the whole concept of there is no safe amount of driving. Also, it was one of the examples that they cited, which is also true. Yet we still drive, we still fly, all of that kind of thing. Now, granted, one could, I, I don't know if this is different or not, if you're, if you're knowingly putting a poison in your body, but we knowingly put sugar in our body and we know that's an addictive drug worse than what, heroin, cocaine, both. So we do that every day. Every time you put a Snickers bar in your mouth, you're putting yourself at risk for a crap ton of illnesses and diseases and, you know, setting your body up for, for getting sick. So fine. I think I'm not saying we shouldn't have this discussion. I am fine with having this discussion, but we need to have better discussions around these discussions that actually get to the point of actually being helpful to people, to us. I don't know how to do that. Oh, and one of the things that they bring up in the abstract of the, of the article is the fact that alcohol is the leading cause of disability and death. And again, back to my McDonald's point, you know, people don't typically go crash their car or get so addicted to McDonald's that it makes them stumble. Although I might argue that those, all of those things are similar. <clears throat> They're just slower. And they show themselves differently in the way we think, in the way we crave more food and want more McDonald's drug, etc. I'm sorry to down McDonald's. There's a lot of other places that I could mention. McDonald's is just easy. So I'm sorry, McDonald's, no offense to you in particular. Uh, Taco Bell and many, many other places are guilty. Bakeries also potentially guilty as well, just in that same category. So Take the point for the broad stroke that I'm painting, not to just diss McDonald's, but McDonald's is is a, the reason McDonald's is easy is because it provides what people see as quote unquote meals. And therefore it's sort of food we need, right? Like we can kind of go, well, I shouldn't go to the bakery, but gosh, I need a hamburger. I need a quote unquote stable meal. And that's looks closer and it's cheap and it's convenient, that stuff. But like I said, it's it's an interesting thing because stress, um, we should probably not go to work because, you know, really the leading cause of, of stress, uh, stress, having any stress at all is, is, is dangerous. So we should probably abstain from stress. And how do we do that more effectively? We, we should probably not working would help. It would not solve the problem for sure, but it, but it would help. So, so that, so how about this, like this income thing? All right, let's solve this problem. (laughs) Let's take a lot of stress away. What's the the base income thing where everybody gets a certain amount of money? That would solve, not solve. It would it would lighten the load for many. So maybe we should. Where we we have we have books and articles and a lot of studies that that is important. That's something we can do, right? The Walmart family. Just because I'm feeling like picking on people today, the Walmart family. I just saw a meme of how much they got in tax breaks, and they were saying what it could cover tuition for 10 million kids or something like that. So if Walmart family would be kind and generous, they could really help with this basic income thing or help some people through college or whatever. I'm just saying, if we're giving tax breaks to be, I'm sorry, this is like so out of where I was going to go, but 
if we can't have basic income, we shouldn't be giving tax breaks to people who already have an absurd amount of money. Why? What's, what, what is the benefit there? Besides that the rich people get more money, but that's not re- that's rewarding them for having a good accountant and having a crap ton of money to be able to manipulate the money, not to have a little bit of money and trying to do the right thing and whatever. So that's what I realize <sighs> bigger conversation than I can have right now just ugh, makes me crazy too. I don't know, but... <laughs> Ah, we live in a crazy world and we don't have big enough. I don't know. Is our world too big that we can't solve these problems? Like when I think of companies and I think of how, oh gosh, what is it? The company Gore-Tex, I think it is, where they like, they don't, all teams are like under a hundred people because what they realize is when they hit the threshold of like a hundred or some number such like that, the team breaks down. It turns into more of the big company, right? Like it doesn't work as well together as a team. And so they've worked at putting their company in this because it functions all, everything functions better. We see that, we know this, yet we always, we, we have these big companies, we praise them. And I realize the Gore-Tex little groups within their companies are a larger company. Um, but we, we, everything, every system is so big that we feel like we can't do anything. The concept of too big to fail, can't do anything. All of the health problems we have, well, it's too big of a system. Okay, well, dude, how can we fix that? If it's not working, how can we fix that? So looking at the alcohol piece, we're never going to stop people from drinking. I mean, it's, it's going to happen unless we like 100% take it off the shelves. And that's not realistic because whatever, people are just going to make it in their basement. Duh. So again, not, not solving the problem education, uh, helping people understand in a better way. We need a better education system rather than just saying, don't do X, giving people tools to do X well. And I don't know what the best way to educate people is. There's a ton of theories on that. And, and, uh, they, let's use those, let's use those for good education. Let's start there. Let's infiltrate the schools and, and, and have good education there instead of just making them pass standardized tests, which I hope we're getting over. Uh, and then maybe we can start people off on a better path. And we're, we've done that and are doing that in certain particular ways, but we need to do more of it. We can't change people's minds when they're 21. We need to have them entering their drinking age and we start much earlier than 21 in an intelligent way. So yeah, other countries are doing things different. And I know this study talks about all these countries and it's, it's not, so it's not just talking about American and binge drinking and all of that. It's not that focused and it, it, you know, so it's looking globally, which is fine and good and, and that's great. And it's fine to talk about the damage that alcohol does do. Even at, at one drink, I'm, I'm fine to have that discussion. So the information isn't necessarily a bad thing. I don't quite know what their goal is with it while they're saying, you know, urging countries to consider their alcohol policy and bring it down, like bring the recommendations down, which I think makes a certain amount of sense. If you look at the CDC regulations, they're not talking about a healthy way of drinking. They're talking about drinking to not be considered in a category of alcoholism. So, you know, it's kind of like recommended daily allowances, right? I don't even, I think allowances, I'm not even sure if that's the right word, but if you look at getting 100% of your vitamin C, that's a minimum amount of vitamin C. It's not like probably an ideal vitamin C. It's just one measurement that we have and we don't necessarily even understand our measurements. So fine, put out the study, but we need to have a different discussion around it. Um, Maybe, Uh, but I'm, I'm glad the article, the NPR article points out the concept 
uh, points out the other direction, points out the other side and the, the, the whole there is no safe amount of driving type of concepts because I think that's valuable but I think it it can turn flippant and people go oh yeah and dismiss the whole concept that is behind the article because uh, as I started out this podcast with being kind of being flippant we get flippant and we see the we see the smaller discussion and we don't take it to heart as to what does it actually mean for us so we go ah yeah whatever I'm never gonna not drink so then boom you you've dismissed it and you're not even thinking about well what does this even mean for me or what can I do differently or how can I do this well and they don't really address that in the article at all about they just say put guidelines less instead of any additional helpful information and again uh, I realize that articles are typically not incredibly helpful and don't provide best courses of action because A, they have people paying their bills and B, it takes a lot of research sometimes to find those answers. So, and people, when you actually give them the research, do people, they don't really want to read them anyway. Most people don't really want to know. So how do we help people want to know and want to do the best things for them? I don't know. Good question. Anyway, so the article is fascinating, but I think we need to look beyond it. And uh, the reality is, think about what it can mean for us to be healthier and maybe not dismiss the article. But it is an interesting article in just the, the sort of obviousness of it. And NPR could have done a better job of being helpful. But I guess they're just in the business of reporting the news. So, all right. End of uh, statement is, I guess we need to change the world. And good luck with that. But I can't let go of hope. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for sticking with me on my journey. We're at 102. Who would have known that we'd still be hanging around 102? And that you people would actually be listening. Keep it up. That's awesome. Keep listening. Feedback. Love feedback. Love reviews in iTunes. Love you to subscribe. Love you to support. All of these things are good. Sharing is good. Go to the website, morningswithastranger.com, and check out all the fun things we have to offer. Patreon, some fun opportunity there to support the podcast. Same with Amazon, if you're an Amazon shopper. And again, keep sharing, keep listening. Check out Facebook, the at sign, Mornings with a Stranger. So if you go to Facebook and search for at sign, Mornings with a Stranger, no spaces should pop up. Have a lovely, lovely day.